All right, and so we're we're live. Uh, welcome to my podcast. I have my good friend Ben Week on with me. Yes, hello. Ben is the author of the blog site A Full Rich Blather, which features uh, more than equal sequels, which I think we'll be talking about in depth today. <laughs> oh, 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 more than likely, yes. <laughs> and so this evening we're going. Well, I think it's evening there. Where you are? Yeah, I think we have the. Yep. Same time zone. Um, discussing the infamous Friday the Thirteenth. Would you would you call it a saga? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I would. It's actually pretty. As sequels go, as coherent as they could compared to some other franchises, well, I know. Uh, certainly the Halloween franchise. <laughs> well, as a also beleaguered Halloween fan, I must agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna try my best. During this, not to, to beat up on Halloween too much, but... Mm. I know, yeah. uh, it's, it's kind of easy fruit to pick, I know, but... Yeah. Fan is a fan is a fan. Well, the franchise, it did, like Friday the 13th, it did span from 1980, and we might as well get the cat out of the bag, to 1989, because I do not consider the New Line installments canon. Oh, sure, no, Jason goes to hell, yeah. uh, no... No, no. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, as, as a, as a, as an idea to freshen something up, sure, but, yeah, I mean, no, I can get on board with that, totally. Well, the remake I'll exclude from that. The, yeah, the Platinum yeah. Dunes remake was, it wasn't, like, awesome, but it wasn't terrible, either. No, I, I went in thinking, uh, just by low bar, usually for reboots, but I was actually like, oh, they, there's actually some touches in here that... I'm pretty impressed. I mean, uh, again, but my bar was really low. I was like, okay, let's see what we're going to do here. And yeah. it was actually fairly entertaining. But what I, compared to the lot of stuff that came before for New Line. But. Oh, sure. What I think is, uh, well, I, I, would you agree, like, the, uh, the Friday the 13th um, movies are the quintessential slasher movies. They perfected oh, the yes. formula like no other... I think there's there's one movie that's really obscure called Girls Night Out. That's that's one that I think perfected the formula just a little bit better. But but it's a hard movie to find. But um sure. but yeah, like when you think slasher movie, Friday the thirteenth fulfills all of those uh expectations. Or most of them do. Oh yeah. No, I, I <laughs> you, you just automatically reflect to, you know, a guy with a hockey mask. It's just the first thing that pops into my mind. I mean but you know, it's it's become just uh, you know just a pop culture icon. It's just that's what you think yeah. of when you think of slasher movie. Of the uh, the main three, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, and A Nightmare on Elm Street, which I'm even hard pressed to consider A Nightmare on Elm Street a pure slasher movie. Mm -hmm. Jason would have to be my favorite because they're so consistent. Yes. Uh, well, like, uh, Nine Mine Elm Street, all right? Like, mm -hmm. the first one, I'm not a big, as big a fan of it as a lot of people are. I, I agree that it's a great horror movie, but it's not, it's nothing to write home about, you know? And then part two, well, <laughs> the least said about part two, the better. <laughs> there, there, okay, the thing about part two with that movie is, I don't know if you were, if you know or not, or if you've seen it, there's a documentary... Um, 
there's a documentary about the the uh, the actor in that. I forget what his name is. And apparently that movie like torpedoed his career, and now there's like a resurgence of uh, like a cult following for that movie, and that's fine, you know, because because he's gay and they that's their gay horror movie. That that's fine, but on the other hand, you have to understand that the people who make fun of that movie, we're not making fun of it because it's gay. It's a bad movie. <laughs> no, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that doesn't enter into my picture at all when thinking about, yeah, number two on that one. Yeah. yeah. It's, then then there's number three, which is everybody's favorite, with Patricia yeah. Arquette and the Dream Warriors and everything. Mm-hmm. And then after that, completely off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I'll go with that. Cause I, again, I it wasn't as... It wasn't my go-to franchise. It, I would say it's also my... It's a third if we go with those three of Halloween. Well, yeah. Friday, Halloween, and Freddy. I I mean, I, I again, I, I like the concept. I mean, again, the first one. But uh, I, I just never could figure out for a time, I'm just going, this is actually outgrossing Friday. Really? <laughs> All right, sure, I guess. I, that coupled with the fact I... Don't get me wrong, I really enjoy Robert Englund. I think he's a fantastic actor. That being said, Freddy is just loathsome. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a character, his background. Like, especially compared to the other two, it's okay, he's quipping, and yes, there's, you know, really good effects at times, but for the most part, I just can't get yeah. behind Freddy. Like, I can the other two. Well, he's, that's, okay, that's, Jason is like the Goldilocks of slasher villains. Oh. Like, Michael Myers, too little characterization. He is literally yes. just a mask that goes around stabbing people. Mm-hmm. Freddy is a caricature yes. of he's like Looney Tunes, and and Jason's like kind of in the middle. He has a little bit of a personality to him. Yes. So but he also has hard as it is to believe. Yeah, just some level of sympathy too. Yeah. Compared to the other two. Yeah, um, that's that's something I would I was wanting to talk about is exactly the uh, the conditions under which Jason drowned because <laughs> the movies don't don't really get into the, into it that much at least that I'm aware of. Um, you know, Betsy Palmer, um, she says like those kids were making love when that poor boy drowned. How does she know that? Was she watching them making love? Well, she was also watch- it's like a Phil Collins. You remember uh, coming in the or, uh, in the air tonight? Everybody, yes, 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 everybody yes. thought that was about yes. him watching somebody else watch somebody drown. It's like a <laughs> very similar situation. <laughs> so, did Jason really drown? We'll never. It's weird because then you get in between part one and part two, and right. I I, I always thought that <clears throat> at least with between part one and part two, that if they had just not had that scene with him and Alice. Yes. Just go straight to, well, you know, five years ago this happened, and da-da-da-da-da, and now all of a sudden, whoa, there is Jason. The less you'd explain, or the less questions you'd give, like, all well, I yeah. guess he's here, as opposed to constantly trying to, like I did, I'm watching it going, how is this backwoods guy that just somehow survived run a detective agency to find her? Like, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that, yeah, um, that's, sorry. You know, it, it just, uh, but I think it would, I think the film would play much better without that. And, you know, I, it actually makes it less confusing, but no, I agree. It's like, did you came running, because she was the cook, right? Wasn't she the, isn't that the thing? She was the cook for yeah. Camp Crystal Lake? Yeah, I, think, I, had, I believe so. Uh, she came running out and then just saw counselors running out from a room, you know, half naked going, what's going on? I mean, yeah. How, how did they put two and two together with that? But. That is a, that is a very good question. Um, was the entire camp, camp, camp counselor staff all having an orgy while Jason drowned? <laughs> there had to be some that were managing their business. I mean, come on. But the more important thing, and I know this is like, what, 1955, I think, when, when he drowned? No point in getting specific about that, but... Yeah. What kind of mother brings a... Uh, I don't know what you would call him. Uh, Disadvantaged. Yes, no, that's, yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Why would you bring him to the camp and re let him loose anyway? Shouldn't he be under supervision, like, much more strict so where he wouldn't drown? So it's, she kind of bears a little responsibility herself, but... Right, for not keeping a tighter eye, because she should know what is up with her son. I mean, that, you know, he has difficulties, yes. so to speak. But, um, so yeah, that's that's one of the, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and, and discuss that, uh, one of the uh, misconceptions about... Friday the 13th specifically, and slasher movies generally, is that uh, sex equals death. Which, oh, yeah. yep. in some it does, most not. It depends on which era of uh, slasher movies you're talking about. Um, I'm going to uh, save this in a little box here. I'll get back to it. But... Um, that's that's what we uh, we call a uh, post hoc ergo propter hoc uh, fallacy, which is uh, confusing that two things happen after each other, that there's a cause, cause-effect oh, sure. relationship. Well, the fact is, when you get a bunch of college-aged teenagers together, you throw booze and drugs in the mix, and they're unsupervised out in an isolated place, guess what they're going to do? Mm. They're going to have a lot of sex. And when there's a killer afoot and he kills them, it's statistically probable he'll kill some of them while they're having sex. Right, given the circumstances yes. in your cast, it is absolutely, yep. It doesn't mean that he's zeroing in on the ones that are, because if he was, there would only be like a couple deaths per movie, <laughs> you know? Oh, right, yes, exactly. It's like, oh, we're a Bob and Marcy. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, let's go back to our campfire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he always kills the uh, the loser who can never get laid. Yes, so. yeah, the, the one practical joke dude or whatever. Where, yeah. where was he when Jason drowned? <laughs> <laughs> you know? He was with that dude from part two at the bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he never... <laughs> oh, what kid? Oh, all right, yeah. we'll, be, we'll find him later. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we should we should touch on, like, some memorable characters, because there's, there's a whole slew of them, and... An, they all. Oh yes. Oh, I, I'll bring my box back. Sorry. Yes. This is why, and I've gotten into online arguments about this movie that have gotten fierce. That's particularly why I hate Scream. I cannot stand that movie. 
I, it, I cannot watch it. It literally makes my blood boil. Partly because I hate the cast. I hate Jamie Kennedy. I hate Sarah oh, Michelle yeah. Gellar. Well, I don't hate them personally. I hate them as actors. No, I get you. I don't like uh, Matthew Lillard. I just don't like that uh, mid-90s section of actors that they feel that, feel right. that movie with. But it's also that it's just rampant with misconceptions. You know? And that's what... Like I always say, it's it's a horror movie for people who don't like horror movies. <laughs> you know? No, no, no. Yeah, because they, they think they're in on the joke then. Like, oh, look at yeah. these people. But, yeah. Oh, I, uh, I've... Yeah, it's like, I've never seen a slasher movie before, but I'm in on the joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no. No, because I, I remember thinking that, too, when I, because I, do I see the, I know I saw the second one in the theater. I don't think I saw the first one. Because <clears throat> um, I was seeing anything that was remarkably horrible, horror at the time. Yeah. And just, you know, just going, boy, you know, this guy, again, can't kill this cast off fast enough for me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Really? Yeah. It's like, uh, how many members of Dawson Creek are we going to whack today? Yeah. Okay, great, perfect. And that's um, that's another misconception, is that uh, you're supposed to, uh, or that particularly with uh, Carol Clover, I'm going to try my best not to get too much into her, but that you, um, a lot of people, well, Carol Clover not so much, but that you're supposed to dislike the characters to the extent that you enjoy seeing them getting killed. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's supposed to be stereotypes, but just stereotypical enough to where you you like them, but you don't feel bad when they die. That's the whole point. That's that's another thing people bitch about. They're all just stereotypes, like the jock and the virgin. That's for a reason. You know, it's called craft app, people, you know. But um, one of my... I'm sorry. That's right. I was going to say, even... Even in the confines of that of the series, I mean, yeah, there's some guys and gals in there that you're just going, okay, where is Mr. Voorhees? Get this yes. person off the screen. Um, like, you know, like Terry Kaiser in Part Seven. Like, yeah, I want to see him disemboweled with a yard instrument, please. Thank you. Let's get that done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, get him back to being at his weekend in Voorhees quickly. Yeah. Um, but you know, but then you have other people like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I always think that there's the wheelchair kill in part two. Yeah. Was it Mark or whatever his name is? That's just a guy trying to be, I mean, he's, <laughs> I don't, you know, he, does he deserve getting that machete in the face falling down the stairs? No. no. You feel like, or even part four, which I think has some of the most actually like drawn out characters with backgrounds. Yeah. Um, you know, do I really want to see, you know, Teddy Bear get whacked by the screen? No, I feel bad for the guy because he's not making out like everybody else in the cabin. Yeah, well, he damn sure yeah. tried. Yes, he's trying. <laughs> like, hell. You know, he just didn't place the corkscrew in the right place. Um, <laughs> well, like, but beyond that, I, I, but, you know, it seems to be, you know, fortunately there's enough characters throughout this entire, you know, chunk of film that, you know, I don't you know, I can root for them to be gone or, you know, they've given enough yeah. character development that, like, okay. I mean, not all the time. There's some that are, like, they've just been introduced to be killed in ten minutes, but... Well, like, I, um, but. speaking of part four, I do not know the actress's name, but she was also in um, Weird Science. Yes, the, yes. The, yes. I liked her genuinely as a character. Like, yes. I would have enjoyed seeing her in a, in a different uh, format. 
And oh, yeah. So none of these, in that one in particular, none of the characters are like one dimensional, just plugins, you know. Oh, no. But, um, like, speaking of wanting to, uh, rooting for the bad guys, uh, after I rewatched Cobra Kai, that movie suffers from that ailment particularly bad. Some of the, um, like, Dimitri, I don't know if you've seen that show or not, but, uh. I have not. Well, there's a character named Dimitri, and he is one of the most irritating characters I've ever encountered in in either movies or a show. And every time he opens his mouth, I just fast forward it. Sure. I don't care what how how much relevance the scene he's in has to the show. I'm just like, bye, bye dude. I want the bullies to beat you up. But anyway, <laughs> everybody hates part five, and I don't. I don't really get why. Is it the Halloween 3 syndrome? Oh, Jason's not I, in it. I, I think... Yeah, it is Jason's not in it, but I, I've never really had it with that much vitriol for that one either. I think... Uh, I guess with... Uh, that was the first one for me, at least. I think The one thing that's kind of like the, the reason I... Eh, just with that one, is that it seems to be the first one really in that series where they're just... Uh, too many people being introduced just to die. Yeah. If they had stuck with that school or that, uh, I guess, that reform, uh, rehab, yeah. school, whatever, and uh, just had stuck with those students for the most part and just see, you know, what their therapy is, how they're growing, just some background and see how yeah. Tommy is intermingling with all of them, I think it would be more solid. But, you know, just, hey, let's introduce these two guys so one gets a road flare in the mouth. Okay, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. That's the only time that, I mean, it kind of course corrects with six a little bit, but five just seems body county, and I don't really think that did it any favors. No. I I definitely agree. Um, I don't don't consider it the redheaded stepchild. I consider um, part three the redheaded stepchild. (laughs) Which... Well, like, I don't have it a... Takes place on, it takes place on, like, Sunday, the, uh, whatever, the 14th, yeah. 16th, 17th. <laughs> yeah, they all, uh, part one, two, and three all kind of run together, chronologically, I think. But, um, that's yeah, the, the one... Three, yeah, it's like the first, same week of those, but yeah. That's the one with the magnificent Shelly. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the ultimate <laughs> prankster. And... <laughs> And I can't say anything. <laughs> I, w- I was that guy. I still, to a certain extent, am. But, you know, because I was the guy that would just be dressing up as Jason for Halloween parties and bring yeah. a real machete, which uh-huh. I don't recommend. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, I-, I get why the character exists because that's a certain fan base group. I- yeah. I- I'll give him some leeway. And he's actually embraced the series, he's not shy of it. I mean, he's happy with his place in Hollywood history as the hockey mask bearer, but yeah, you know, I, part three, uh, it, it definitely works better in 3d. That is for sure. I've seen it with uh, 3d and it is on the big screen. It is fantastic that way. Um, but no, I, no, but go on. I'm rambling. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, going back to like annoying characters. Um, yeah. There are, like, um, it's impossible to keep 
I think even when when Red Letter Media did a uh, were talking about them, they had to do a chart of all the characters' names. So it's oh yeah, because they lost track. Yeah, because they all have like uh, commonplace suburban names like Kelly, Jim, James. You know. Yeah, and they, they kind of even even in the confines of that series, I, there's a lot of names that just get repeated. So yeah. if you're getting confused over sequels, like, well, I thought there was what? Because uh, there's not enough apparent variety of names to choose from. I guess, yeah, but. the um, the blonde, the blonde woman in part seven, who's just a constant bitch. She, you know, she seduces oh, yeah. she seduces the nerd, the science fiction nerd. Only mm-hmm. to make the other guy jealous, and it doesn't work. That like she is sort of, sort of like, oh, okay, I, I want her to die, you know. Oh yeah. But but none of them come anywhere near as bad as uh, Tina in Halloween Part Five. Oh uh, no. She is no. by far the most annoying character in any slasher movie I've ever seen, and I've yes. seen quite a bit. Oh. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no that, that her time couldn't come any sooner. Was, yeah. Yeah. In, in a movie that has a lot of just ugly characters, that one could definitely go quicker. I just, yeah, especially since she's the one hanging out with Jamie now, and it's like, uh, yeah. we're going to see a lot of her, aren't we? Yeah, I, I made the uh, uh, that joke in, in my review of it where um, Michael, uh, you know, after Michael kills uh, Jamie, I was like, Oh no. The only other parental figure we have in this movie is Tina. Oh, <laughs> that's not going to go well. No. No. Yeah. I'm sorry, I got. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, so I guess we, we should discuss at least a little bit the. Uh, the crossover, Freddy versus Jason, which yes, I like. I don't love it. I couldn't watch it over and over, but it definitely has some some things in it that the other movies don't that I appreciate. It, yeah, I, I remember. <clears throat> it's one of the <laughs> it's one of the three Fridays well, what, that I've actually had the chance to see in a theater. I yeah, know I saw it when it came out, and. I will say this, I I saw it with, uh, I was just outside of Milwaukee, and probably the most diverse audience I've ever seen, people from every walk of life, I've just, that's what burned into my brain about it, and every last one of them, doesn't matter who you are, where you came from, everyone was rooting for Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I haven't helped the Freddy fans, but I was like, no, I want to see Jason well, yeah. the floor with him as much as anybody else. That's what I want to see. And I think, you know, I should be a little more cynical, but I remember sitting in that theater and when she pulls Freddy out into the real world and Jason's just standing there in that burning cab and I'm sitting yeah. there going, yeah! yeah. Just, like a wrestling match, like, ah, really? But I was like, give it on, go, go! Yeah. But, but that but made me Because it was new liney, I, I really wish there would have been, and I know it would have been expensive, whatever, but they give a Freddy's greatest hits. It would have been nice to see a Jason's greatest hits, but yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot of filler in there too. But you know, as far as just a mindless hey, let's just watch these two guys go at it. I'm perfectly, you know, I'm usually okay with it. It also has um, Catherine Isabel in it, 
who I yes, very awesome. I've only seen mm-hmm. one movie I kind of didn't like her in, which was Ginger Snaps, and I know that's that's blasphemy. <laughs> she she started out really good, but as she increasingly becomes a werewolf, she gets to the point where she's almost unbearable. But yeah. thank God for Emily Perkins. <laughs> um. It's just, I, I think uh, Kevin Bacon might be the only actor who rose to prominence from the entire franchise. To that level, boy, I have to... Yes. That I can... And I wish you'd be call. more I wish you'd be more open about talking about it. He just clams up about Friday. Yeah. But, no, I think uh, I can... Yeah, because I'm trying to think of anybody else who was even close to that star power. Yeah, I can't... I can, well... Corey Feldman, I don't know, but that's, <laughs> that was flashing the pan, I guess. <laughs> well, Feldman... At least until Bordello of Blood. No. Yeah, I was actually just about to bring that up. <laughs> and now he's... The most recent things I know that I'm aware of he's in was... Uh, and I'm, I'm not a Corey Feldman completist, but... Uh, oh, no, hey. I... <laughs> who is, you know? <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, Gremlins, Goonies, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> the uh, straight-to-DVD... Uh, Lost Boys sequels. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> that no one saw. No, no. One of these days I'll find somebody who's seen those. <laughs> I gotta get my Lost Boys lore up to speed. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about an an over-appreciated movie, that movie is not that great, people. Alright? It's not. No. It's okay. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. But it's not great. Oh, like, but what's really funny is if you, uh, if you get on a, a feminist page and just bring up slasher movies, they always go apeshit. And it's so funny because they, they, be- it's like, uh, they believe stuff that's been outdated since, like, academically outdated for the past, like, sure. five, five, ten years. And there's like, uh, all the women get more graphically killed than the men. No, no, not so. <laughs> Have you seen these movies? <laughs> I think it's an equal opportunity hack and slash. Yeah. Get to see, like, oh, yeah, he really came out all right. Like, no. There's, um, like, just just offhand, like, or, or the reason for, like, uh, and Friday the 13th might not be the best example for this, but, um, there was a movie that came out in the early 80s called Snuff. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it or not. Uh, I'm familiar with the title. I, I have not seen it. It was basically just a low-budget exploitation movie. Okay. But the uh, the marketing strategy was to portray it as an actual snuff film. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Much like um, Blair Witch Project. They tried, oh, sure, sure. did a whole... His, like sci-fi channel documentary trying to convince us it was real <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and actually i've heard a lot of people say and i agree that documentary was far better than the movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so when that came out it caused a big uproar and you know it was uh, much like um silent night deadly night where there's that big up- uproar over that and so the M- mmpa started like cracking down on violence so if you're an independent producer which a lot of the slasher movies were they wanted to get distributed in theaters if you want to get distributed 
the, the highest you can go is an arm. So if you're showing people dying in graphic ways, you're going to get an X and you're not going to get distribution and you're going to lose your money. Who wants to lose money? Who hates women so much that they're going to spend uh, $2 million making a movie that's not going to earn back an investment? <laughs> yeah. <Right>. Yes. <laughs> so, well, uh, I'm there, you guys. It's not, it's not like the guys come out looking like amazing rock stars in these movies. No. Like, they're still, uh, obviously, again, it's, as you said, they, they haven't seen them. They just like to go with the cliched trope of, well, yeah, well, there's just a lot of nudity and the women all get killed and that's all their fault. And I, it's, no, it's purely, uh, you're overthinking it, really. Yeah. If you want to examine that, I mean, uh, it's just a, you know, a, a, an old cliche to just, you know, have, have at it again. Um, I'm sorry, but if you could excuse me for like just a minute. All right, I'm back. Sorry. Sorry about that. Drank too much. Coffee. No problem. So, one of the uh, more uh, enjoyable things about this, this series is they're very fun to riff on. If, if you get, like, a, a big, you know, large crowd together. Well, not too large, but... Oh, sure. Because they just, uh, they have that element to them where they're not... They're not unwatchable, you know? No. no. Like, some of the best movies to, to riff on as, um, you know, you're a fellow Mystery Science Theater fan... Or, or like the really bad ones, like yes. Manos Hands of Fate. <laughs> but these are enjoyable enough to where you can enjoy it as a movie and still make fun of it. Yes. Particularly Part Eight, which is. Oh yes. <laughs> fun, funny wise, that's probably my favorite one. There's just so much going on in that movie that you wouldn't see today. But, um, like, one of the, uh, the jokes I made, we, uh, a bunch of my friends, we all got together back when I was in college, we got drunk and watched it. <laughs> and the scene where the main girl gets kidnapped by a random New York City gang. Yes. It, it, excuse me. A Vancouver City. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yes, the yeah. toughest street gang that Canadians could produce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're like well they're walking up to them and one of the uh the guys like looks at her and he stares at her for a bit and he pulls out a switchblade and it's it's hard to to tell a riff you know but right as he i knew he was gonna flip the switchblade they always do right. and as he looks at her and right before he flips the switchblade i went hey baby you ever heard a Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so good to, to make fun of like that. Especially since Jason never says anything. So you can always add dialogue for him. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, as as, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But overall, I think yeah. I would, would have to say Part 7 is my favorite. Part the, 7? Yeah, the crazy telekinesis. Oh, yeah. No, that's the, uh, <clears throat> that actually, oh man, that would have to be, I think, the first one I ever saw on cable TV. Oh, that was part five for me. It was, oh, oh man, it would have to be on, it was on USA Network. Yes. Ron Shear, Up All Night. 
Oh, Londa Shearer. I saw a Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nothing, nothing against Gilbert Godfrey, but, well, Ronda Shearer helped, us, helped a, a lot of us get through puberty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, no, I remember, and it was obviously edited. Well, that movie was already edited a lot, but yeah. they edited, obviously, even more for USA. And I just remember being, you know, it was like, because uh, I guess, well, my background is more, we went to, you know, uh, been Lutheran forever, we went to parochial schools, so this type of like, ooh, this is so forbidden fruit, what am I watching? I just yeah. know this hockey best fellow, and watching it that night, I just go, wow, this is actually, and just actually seeing the look, finally, when, you know, just seeing Kane with that, you know, Jason with that uh, makeup, it's like, whoa, this is awesome, really, I was yeah. just, I was in. But... <clears throat> yeah, it's... I'm not going to say they get repetitive, because they don't. In fact, well, they, they all follow the same formula. A group of kids goes somewhere. Mm -hmm. They inadvertently wake Jason up. It's always interesting how he wakes up. <laughs> and he'll stalk them as they party for a while, narrow it down to like one or two of them, then they'll neutralize them. Pretty simple structure. You know, mm -hmm. and they don't they don't mess it up until you get to the new line where some random mortician just decides to eat Jason's heart for no reason. <laughs> yes, yes, I. Uh, yes, man, why? I, just, I I recently rewatched like the series leading up to today. Yeah. Um, picked like one a night and just was going through it and yeah, that's the one where. Because I remember when that came out, too, on VHS, because I couldn't go to the theater to see it. My folks were not that permissive. But I remember renting it and just going, hey, I was that first intro, I was like, whoa, they blew him up. All right. <laughs> now we're just going to watch a lot of people be not Jason killing people. All yeah. Right. Awesome. This is perfect. Oh, yeah. But no, I just, I agree. Just what, what possessed them to just go... Hey, I've been making witty comments on my mortician's report, and now I feel <laughs> this hasn't been leading up to this point. Like, all right, sure. Guess you gotta get possessed somehow. All right. Like, um, it's it's like uh, like on that that uh, CBS show Clarice, and they don't have the rights to say Hannibal. It's like they all, yes. not, they all not have the rights to show Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's that is very funny though. If you ever have a lot of free time, watch that show and watch how they dance around not saying Hannibal. <laughs> Which is, uh, and of course, the reason <laughs> the reason people are watching that show is because they know the connection. I uh, that's gonna be a tough watch too. Yeah, I'd be getting uh, crazy. I made it three episodes. Okay, and I was that's... done. <laughs> No, no, and the thing is, it's like, uh, I know well, my wife put more time in it than I did. She loved the Hannibal show, the one with Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. She thought that was great. Um, and she normally doesn't go for that, any type of even, I mean, she'll watch horror with me, but it's not like that's her realm of love. And yeah. uh, she just couldn't stop saying great things about it. And then, obviously, she loved the movies, but had read all the books and everything else. But I just, I, I don't know how you do that that's like having a show about watson and you can't mention sherlock like really i okay <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh, you know, that, that, uh, it's like it's weird because I, I started when I was watching Jason Goes to Hell more so than Part 8 I found myself oddly attracted to Part 8 more than I have been in a while um, but Part 9 I found myself just okay skip 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 yeah. okay alright she gets cut in half alright skip 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 <laughs> there, it okay, correct me if I'm Stephen Williams he's fine alright skip 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 yeah that's what I found weird like correct me if I'm wrong, but I think only like Jason's last living relative can kill him, or, or something. There's some plot yes, device. Yes, like. someone from his bloodline. Yes. <sighs> they didn't learn from Halloween. <laughs> I, I know. It's like, oh, really? I especially well. Especially that just going that oh yes they had another kid and they had the, and that kid had a kid and there's a baby too like real yeah. I, <laughs> uh, this is uh, okay I'm sticking with it till the bitter end and okay finally we've got Jason but he's on there for four seconds beating up the dude from the series and then yeah he's taken away with giant puppets puppet hands pulling him into the earth so <laughs> yeah great so like. <laughs> Favorite kills? What would what would you say? Oh, well, I know it goes right off the bat. I know because you said Kevin Bacon before. I really yeah. do love the arrow through the back of the neck. Yes, I, that one. Anything that Savini is touching with either of the ones he did, I'm just seeing that because I I remember. Um. After I saw how they did it, I still didn't care. I was like, wow, this is still amazing how they pulled this off. Yeah. It's as good as it did. <laughs> um, I know that that one always stick. Actually, oddly enough, part six, when he uh, bends that sheriff in half. Yes, that's, that's pretty good. I, <laughs> you know, and that's another guy where it's like he's just trying to defend his town. He thinks this kid is a whack job. You know, he wants his daughter away from him. He doesn't really know what's going on. When it all comes down to it, he's protecting kids. He's trying to do his damnedest, and you know he gets folded over, Backwards. and it's still like, you know, like whoa, that's for that movie too, because that one's pretty edited as well for the kills. But well, everybody likes the um, the killer clowns decapitation <laughs> in part. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually a crowd pleaser. <laughs> I, I love how his head goes in a dumpster. That's the nice yes. little icing on the cake there. Mine would probably be the couple in part two that get impaled together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and the poised coital embrace, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where she just can't muster enough of a scream to do anything. Like, oh, yeah. there's this egg-headed fellow with a sharp object. I will just, you know, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, know they, I know they've got the... It actually... If they would have kept it, uh, it's on the uh, that Shout Factory set. They do show the footage that's only available like on VHS transfer. It looks like it uh, looks like it was dragged through mud. But if they had kept that in, it's like ooh, that would have been pretty pretty amazing. But yeah, can't have that. <laughs> Not after the uh, the decapitation in part one. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is a glorious decapitation, by the way. But oh yeah, no, I especially like because I remember even uh, a long time ago, I managed to convince my mom to watch the first one because she wanted to know what I was into and why was it. I was like, all right, well, buckle up, let's watch this. And 
she her caveat was she wanted to know everybody who died. I was like, well, okay, lack of suspense. I, everybody, okay. And she, I still remember her talking about how, wow, her hands were even moving after the head left the neck. I was like, mom, all right, mm-hmm. yes, that is, it looks great. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also the the couple in part six when they're driving their car. And they run into Jason, and they think he's like a mugger. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, just a random dude standing in the muddy road, right? Yes, I, I always enjoyed that one. For some odd reason, I don't know why. Um, there's, there's a video, actually, there's probably several variations of it, but the best one's for part eight, where they, uh, they speed up the footage, like all the kills, and they play Benny Hill music. <laughs> and it's it's glorious. Because <laughs> one of the one of my, my favorite things about Part Eight is that mo- that one has the most drama, like interpersonal drama. Yes, part, no, it does. There's a lot in Part Seven, a little bit, well, sort of in Part Four, but in Part Eight, you got all kind of stuff going on. You got the cameraman who likes the blonde. The uh, and she gets involved with the teacher to blackmail him. Yep. They doing cocaine. There's the thing yep. with the the captain's son and the nerdy girl. All kind of drama on that boat. And Jason just pops his head up every now and then, yes. <laughs> like he's following around. Well, I honestly think that if they had just just kicked New York out and just had him stuck on a cruise ship. Yeah. Just just embrace that. Just like, okay, New York's too expensive. Okay, great. But just embrace him being on a ship. I, I think, you know, you obviously have to make it a little bit bigger to make it a longer movie, I guess. But, uh, you know, I I would have nothing wrong with that being the concept for a Friday. I, like, sure, game on. Where are we at? What's he doing? Yeah. shoving a lava rock through a dude's stomach? All right, I'm on. Perfect. <laughs> you 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 know, it kind of like rushes through a bunch of kids who would, I guess die in the fire, right? Are you sure? The explosion going on, I guess. Yeah. But I'd be okay with that. That would have been. But no, like you're saying, like even the drama between uh, uh, Agent for Harm and uh, <laughs> his niece. Yeah. Um, you know, that's all interwoven into that too. And the fact that for some reason she's old enough to have been pulled under the water by Jason as a boy as a boy <laughs> which puts her at about I don't know I guess Peter Mark Richmond's age no I just yeah. it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no I, I can kind of see what they were going for each time I see it it's like oh okay I can kind of see what they were going for and I have more of an appreciation for it than I did initially um, I like how Jason can teleport and that, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they're, they're never really straight up about it either, but he's he's Nightcrawler in that movie. You, know. <laughs> you just need the little bam for the smell yeah. of sulfur. Just why did, yeah, why don't you just embrace it? Then you can have him tell like grab somebody and teleport like a hundred feet up in the air and drop them. You know, yeah, that would have been great, but <laughs> who knows? Okay, I think. <laughs> The most hated one probably is part 10. Jason goes to space. Yeah. 
I don't like it, but I don't hate no. it. No, I... I <laughs> again, it's because of the movies that surround it, because it's like, well, after part nine, at least Jason's walking around somewhere killing yeah. people. Uh, if it didn't have the look of a, you know, like a sci-fi channel movie of the yes. week, you know, it actually, like, if it had, like, a substance, kind of like if it looked like the Nostromo and Alien or something, where it's just... Everything is very, you can tell, this is not CG'd. We have built corridors. They look functional, blah, 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 blah. And just have him stalk and slash for whatever convoluted reason. Yeah. But, you know, I, again, it's, well, we got to do something different while Freddy versus Jason is in hell. All right, well, <laughs> launch him. Like, uh, sure. So I remember, what was it? They were talking about at the time, I think, trying to constantly do that, and they have yet to do it. Uh, but I mean, in the winter, like, okay, that should be a lot cheaper, shouldn't it? Just do it. But, you know, we're going to launch him up and cryo-freeze him and whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, there's some good kills in it, too. But, again, a lot of that cast is go I'm going, mm, no, he can cut through them. That's fine. They're <laughs> no name or annoying or, okay, sure. Yeah, the, the, the slasher formula doesn't really work well with the sci-fi setting. Two things that don't go together. No, and I forget where I saw that somewhere where it's just like if, you know, it's gotten to the point where, you know, you've reached the highs of the Leprechaun franchise, maybe <laughs> you might want to rethink it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, that's true. Oh, that, that was but, a... Kane's, but Kane's good in it. I mean, he's, he's fine. I have no issue with him doing his Jason stuff. Yeah, do do you think the the front there will never there will be another one? If they ever figure to get out of the way of their own lawsuits, because right now it is just such a tangled mess of garbage that I can't believe stuff can't be put aside in the interest of everyone making money. Yeah, because I I never understood it when it gets screwed up with like Bond. I never understand like just can we just all shut up because we could all make money here. I mean, whatever Victor Miller's issues are, and then Sean Cunningham's issues are, and then just everything with the studio, and now we're going to fight this to do that to do this. In the meantime, everyone is aging rapidly, and I turn around, and all of a sudden I have to look and see that it has been 12 years since the reboot. Like, Damn. just seeing that, like, oh my stars, really? That is outrageous to me, especially when they were cranking them out every year, like Saw, Every year they were, that was like, okay, here we got another Friday, here we got another one, and yeah. just have it just fall off the face of the earth. Especially when Halloween came back. Like, obviously there's an audience there. You know, you yeah. brought back your new, it turns out to be a trilogy, but it's like you brought it back, it wasn't embarrassing, I'll say that much for the, the newest one. It was okay, and it... I don't know how you're going to sequelize it to the point where you're going to get three out of it, but whatever. But, you know, as far as a tortured franchise goes, it's an okay entry. It obviously makes money. This is a simple format. Stick people in the woods. Kill them. It's, I don't know why this is causing so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> little, uh, a little off track here. But, um, mm -hmm. have you seen the 2019 Black Christmas remake? No, I have seen the original remake. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> the, dumb to say. Yeah, <laughs> but 
I've seen the original, and I've seen the original uh, remake from whatever was it, 2005? Six or five, I think. I, I've not seen the 2019 one. Well, it's three-fourths a woke lecture. Like, a, oh, a Me Too lecture. Awful. I mean, the cinematography's great. Whoever sh whoever shot that knew what they were doing. And, of course, and Milgan Poots is always, you know, great in whatever she does. Yeah. But as as a movie, that, that first three-fourths are almost insufferable to get through. But when you get to the last act, it is the funniest thing because it explains what's going on. And you're not going to believe me, but I swear to God, like... <laughs> Okay, there's there's a a statue of the founder of a college. You, okay, you know a movie's bad when it opens up with a quote from one of the fictional characters in the movie. <laughs> you know, like like you couldn't mine a quote from an actual person. And, right. And um, who is apparently this big misogynist guy or whatever. And this this fraternity takes the statue, puts it underground in their basement where they have rituals like um not like animal house spanking rituals like satanic sort of rituals where okay. black ooze will come out of his eyes that they dip and eat that gives them toxic masculinity powers <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but apparently they're not powerful enough to be easily defeated by underweight sorority girls with crossbow <laughs> It's so ludicrous. <sighs> yes. So if, if you're going to watch it at Vice, just skip to the third act. Wow. And mm. Come such a long <laughs> way since Olivia Hussey and plastic wrap. I believe not. Jeez. Well, I'm, I'm unfortunate in that I saw the, ni the 90s uh, It uh, miniseries before I yeah. saw Black Christmas, and I will never ever see Olivia Hussey ever outside of that role because <laughs> it was so. Oh, funny. being being catatonic on handlebars. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, that is. I know, like John Boy pedaling furiously. Oh, John Boy. <laughs> that is something you gotta adapt, man. It, him running down, riding a bike down the road, like narrowly avoiding traffic, <laughs> somehow wakes her up out of the coma. Like, fix it. That's what scriptwriters are for. But that miniseries, man. I would have. He, he should have just been like watching Maximum Overdrive, and as soon as <laughs> Emilio was screaming something, yeah, just that broke her up. Like, whoa! <laughs> All right, that's great. It's Stephen King universe. It's perfect. <laughs> but speaking of, we're kind of getting a little off topic, but that's cool. That's all right. <laughs> um, the 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 remake of it, the first one, mm -hmm. it was okay. I wasn't bananas about it. Mm -hmm. I, at that point, um, I really think it uh, it was it was trying to be different from Stranger Things, but it should have been more like Stranger Things. Yes. Um, yep. It it felt. 290s if that makes sense yeah no it does and uh because i was thinking like it was set in the 80s we're gonna have like duran duran references and stuff like that we said we get new kids on the block mm -hmm. yeah. right yes 
But um, the second one, I have never seen a movie so tonally all over the place. I can't tell what's supposed to be funny, what's not. Like, what the hell is going on? Have you seen the, the second installment? I, I'm trying to think if I... Uh... Boy, I do not remember if I... I, hmm, I'm trying to think if I saw it or I saw a review on it. It all gets mushed together in my brain yeah. at this point. It's... There's there's moments in the movie that get, like, happening level bad. Ooh. Yeah. Um, okay. There's a little boy, like, talking to the sewer. And James McAvoy walks by, and he, like, grabs that little boy and starts, like, Don't you ever talk to the sewer! He's just like, What? Dude, like, if any parent sees you doing that... <laughs> this is twenty. This is twenty twenty, man. Not nineteen fifty five. And so that's a a pretty funny thing. And then he goes to the carnival, where he's looking around and he sees that very same boy walking into a funhouse, and he starts screaming like, "No, no!" And he's running through the crowd, and it is the funniest thing. <laughs> It's like, te that had to be funny. Y'all were tr trying to make me laugh, right? <laughs> the first movie was competent. The judges... Yeah, it, yeah, right? it was. But yeah, if you want to see some crazy stuff, that's like, like, I guess they just didn't know what to do with the second one, but whatever. They need to do. They knew what to do with Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yes, yes, a, a very simple formula. They they got rid of Corey Feldman. I'm I'm thankful for that. Yeah, I. What was he making? Was he making the Goonies at that time? So I think yeah, thank goodness for Richard Donner stepping in. Yeah. And distracted. Yeah, I don't have the affection for Goonies that everyone else does. I liked it when I was little, but it, it hasn't aged well with me. No, I, uh, out of my Corey Feldman verse, it will Friday 4, just because I was, well, I remember hearing that Ted White just couldn't stand the little kid, so that's fine. Yeah. Makes Ted White, probably my favorite Jason. I love Kane, but Ted's my favorite, but um, just knowing that he just scared the living hell out of him breaking through that window just makes me happy <laughs> but I don't know why <laughs> yeah like uh, go over like Jason's MO a little bit like one of my favorite things that Jason does I don't think he starts doing it like he he always flirts around with something that he'll later perfect in later movies like the sleeping bag kills yes um, is when he just straight up throws somebody out of a window Miss <laughs> Voorhees yes. does it in part one, she throws Brenda through the window. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not sure if he throws anybody through a window in part two or not, or part three. I don't think so with part three. Part two, he crashes through a window at the end. Yeah. But he doesn't throw anybody through, does he? No. Well, the best one's in part four. Oh, yeah. He throws somebody straight off into a car. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then he throws a... Uh, his name through the window just to screw with uh cory feldman and his sister yeah <laughs> uh, rob throws rob through the window with a hammer in his you know back of his neck poor rob um, yes poor rob i liked rob <laughs> <laughs> he 
was there for good reasons. I, I like Rob. I still, that, that, that is creepy. I, that still is creepy. Like, he's killing me! Yeah. He's killing me! He's killing me. Like, ooh, that is, that's still like, the fact that she goes back down, like, everyone in the audience is just, what, what are you doing? What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Jason's not like a, uh, a, he wouldn't be that hard to evade if you, if you knew he was around. You know? Yeah. He's just very strong and impossible to kill. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> a lot like the. But you should be able to, to land enough to get some ground, like. Yeah, it's, get out. He's not the uh, the the sex demon from It Follows. You know, he's he's not going to fall. <laughs> Once you've left the uh, GPS of Crystal Lake, he'll leave you alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> just go. Why don't we go camping in New Hampshire? Oh, all right, cool. We'll yeah. Follow which, which, <laughs> which begs the question: Why do people keep coming back to Crystal Lake after there's been like 800 murders there? Oh, because it's, it's just a legend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, they read it. I love it how they even renamed the town in yeah, part six. Forest like, Green. Ah, <laughs> yeah. We, have, we want people to forget. Like, what? Killed What's... like forty people over the course of four nights. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's, it's the uh, same syndrome with uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street, where they're trying to uh, make everybody uh, forget Freddy. Like, yeah, yeah. It keeps coming back though. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what yeah. Freddy's bandwidth is, as far as like dreaming. But you could easily just avoid Crystal Lake. Or you can just take the alien solution and nuke it. Yes. Yes. As a final... Yeah. Because, you know, it's... Outside of the fact when... Excuse me. When he goes to uh, go hunt Alice down, really is the only time he goes deliberately off of his turf, I guess. Yeah. Well, Alice was special. She killed his mother. Right. So, you know, after that's all done, like, you know, you're the morons who decide to just go, well, we just got a place on the other side of the lake. It's okay. Yeah. Like, well, okay. Yeah, I guess you do. I'm a. Um, I'm, I'm really sorry, but do you mind if uh, you excuse me for just a minute? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 